Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Shit is real! Coronavirus! What's going on, everybody? This is episode 25 of the Armchair Referee Sports Podcast. I am one half of the show, who's the lone wolf tonight in the studio. You know me as the bearded brother from another mother, the one, the only, Chip Bayless. What's going on, guys? It's Faye Conway here, and I'm currently quarantined. So, let's have some fun with this. Fake, the government got to you, didn't they? Kind of, kind of. Like, I'm not quarantined, quarantined. I'm going to make it to the studio tonight. I had to uh, watch my kids. My wife's currently out of town, so. Well, I'm just we're glad. Gonna, we're going to attempt this. <laughs> Boy, I'm just glad that you didn't come up positive for the coronavirus, so. I, I, hey, I'm trying to. They're they're giving 5K out to anybody that has it so they can study them, and I'm currently trying to convince one of my coworkers that has it to spit in my mouth, so. You are you, you, sir, are a sick man. Daddy needs a new pair of rims for his new truck. Okay. <laughs> that being said, we're going to dive into what is the coronavirus fake and what is it doing, destroying our sports scene in America. It, what is going on right now is so unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this in our lifetimes. Like we've seen walkouts. We've seen strikes and shit like that, but we've never seen where every single sport in North America right now is completely shut down. It's absolutely pandemonium. I mean, at first, it all started with the NBA the other night, you know, backing out of during the uh, Jazz Rockets game. And what's even funnier is um, one of the Jazz players was actually, like, joking about the coronavirus a couple days beforehand where he was, like, touching all the microphones during a press conference. And then here we are a couple days later, and it turns out he's the actual player that had the coronavirus to what caused the NBA to back out, to basically suspend the rest of their season. What Wasn't his name Devin Mitchell? I, I want to say it was Devin De- Mitchell. Devin Mitchell was the second player. Okay. Ru- Rudy Gobert, Gobert was the first player for the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell happened to be the second player on the Jazz to get the coronavirus. So, honestly, man, honestly though, this was this was Rudy's fault, man. I mean, this guy is a he—he's a clown. (laughs) If you honestly, if you have if watch like YouTube videos of him, he's always clowning around in the locker room and everything, like press conferences and stuff like that. And how ironic that two days after he joked around about the coronavirus, he ends up being the reason why the NBA season is now suspended. Yeah, it, it's it's said we've never seen this before. Like, I mean, we surprised fake. We survived the lockout of 2011. We remember exactly. that was by far the worst time to be an NFL fan was during that lockout. Like, yeah, because there were so many. There were so many questions like, is the league going to come back? Is this the end? Is this the, officially the death of the NFL? And they figured it the fuck out. And the other thing is, with this whole coronavirus thing going on, like, you know, we're in the middle of a CBA. There still could potentially be a lockout in the NFL anyhow right now. There's so many questions going on. And that's the other thing with the NFL, like with this whole coronavirus thing going down now, 
they're actually thinking about pushing free agency back for another week. Yes. And legal tampering. No, and legal tampering is this Monday fake. Yes. And the NCAA is even talking about adding a year on to uh, eligibility for some players and stuff like that. Like, this is insane. Like, we've never seen anything like this. And it's that it, I'm still in shock that they decided to completely, like, that the NBA is just like, hey, we're done for the year. Like, not suspended for, like, a month or two or something kind of like that. The NHL is actually having their teams reach out to their arenas and be like, what's your availability and stuff like that. So like the NHL season might still come back. As far as we know right now, the NBA season is done. They aren't going to be playing any longer um, until next year, which that is said, that's insane. Like who's to say most of these teams aren't, aren't just going to call it, you know, are going to revert back next year. You know, had a chance to win a championship this year, but that aren't going to be able to do next year. I mean, the NBA runs till at least June, but I mean, like I said, I don't really see the NBA going any further in the summer. But man, it's just it's getting to the point. And the part that really ripped my heart out was when they officially canceled the NCAA March Madness. Yes. That was the moment there. That that was basically like playing Mortal Kombat and having Scorpion absolutely just tear my freaking heart out. Get over here. Yes, that's exactly and that exactly. Get over here. That's exactly what Scorpion it, it, did to me the other day. It, it, the twenty twenty national champions coronavirus. Oh yeah. And I, I posted something on our Facebook page a little bit ago just before <laughs> I came into the studio. And uh, it was actually the armchair referee's bracket, and I actually yeah. had coronavirus in the winner's bracket. Like, I was like, we it, so, it is a lock. Like, you guys don't even understand. Our, our fans don't even understand. We had so much planned for March Madness coming up glad, this year. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up, Fake, because that was going to be our special announcement tonight because yeah, we were going to – to our fans out there listening, we were going to do a raffle where – Fake and I would pick your name, and then we'd pick a school. Whichever college that was had to be the team that you had to rock during the national or during the uh, NCAA March Madness. And the top two people that were left in the in the tournament, second place was going to get a twenty five dollar gift card to either Zach's, Champs, or Permanis, and first prize was going to get a fifty dollar gift card to the same exact places. But yeah. like I said, Fake, I mean this. This coronavirus just absolutely killed not only our special announcement, but I mean, just it's affecting globally, nationally, like communities, loved ones, and it's just getting out of hand. Like, and you, and some of these colleges too, it's just like you're gonna cancel spring football. Like, Penn State announced they're canceling the blue white game, Michigan canceled their spring game, Ohio State canceled their spring game. Yeah, it's. Well, like it's, I, I'm hoping that this whole entire thing gets done before the spring games, and they decide to put them back on because you know the spring games are always such a big thing for the campuses. So, and it's a lot of revenue and a lot of revenue. Most of these college campuses they live off of those revenues that they receive just by doing the little thing just like the spring games or bringing in concerts and stuff like that. That's how most of these campuses make their money. So, and they're even canceling like concerts, like 
pretty sure Coachella was supposed to be happening here in like the next couple or might be supposed to be happening now or a near near future but now that's canceled and that's supposed to be like one of the biggest like music festivals in America exactly so that being said I mean all the like all this like I think people were panicking a little bit too much over this I mean now you got people yeah. out destroying Walmarts and other grocery stores just to get like toilet paper and hand sanitizer <laughs> I'm sitting here it's thinking. Fucking, I'm sitting here thinking. Insane. So you're telling me you couldn't get, pay, like, toilet paper, Dude. hand sanitizer, any other day, like, any Legit. other time. My daughter is six months right now. I had to order Pampers on fucking Amazon because I couldn't get them anywhere around here. Legit, that, that I had to is, do that today. That is I had to sad. Do that today, and I had to pay fifty bucks for those fucking Pampers. Fuck you. <laughs> But I look on the bright side, though. I mean, yeah, it sucks that the whole sports scene right now is kind of like on a down, a downtime right now. This gives us, like, as humanity, to just reflect back of like, take a step back and think, okay, sports isn't life. Like, it's not, it's not the number one thing in life. Like, we have like our loved ones, our families, our actual friends that we try to spend time with on a daily basis. And like I said, I mean, sports don't, don't get me wrong. Fake this sports will always and forever be part of my life. A major key in my life. But with this downtime, like I said, I mean, it just gives us time to just, yeah. Really, really hone in time with our families and stuff like that. Like, exactly. You know, like, yeah, I got, I got, I have, I, I technically have three uh, three kids. I have I have two that are mine, and I have my stepson. So like you know, but at the same time, like part sports are part of that with my family. Like my my kids sit down and watch watch sports with me for the most part. Like Oakland, she's she's six. I mean six months. She has no fucking clue what's going on, but she watches it with me. <laughs> and that's all that matters, man. Like I said, I mean it's just spending time with family now like reflecting like just being blessed and spending time with your loved ones man I mean that's what it's all about yeah <clears throat> so fake yeah it, it's <clears throat> day two without sports how's your heart rate I'm, so, uh, I'm starting to lose a little bit it said before we started recording I was playing FIFA so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way we can watch sports anymore is just by playing video games and speaking of video games, fake, that's gonna we're gonna dive into our next topic. NFL 2K is back, fake. Yes, they brought back and, the 2K franchise. And all I have to say to EA Sports and Madden, better keep the fuck up. <laughs> and that was gonna and be my that, that was gonna be my question because is what does this mean for Madden? Is Madden's ass finally on the hot seat here? Because honestly, yes. fake, the last time I played Madden was like Madden 12. Madden Ever since then, on the Madden just it it sucks anymore. The it, graphics it's the same copy and paste the game year in year out. So with 2K coming back, it's just like whenever 2K was there the first time. Madden started stepping up their game as soon as 2K ended. You know, Madden's like, oh, we got no competition. We could just push out garbage all the fucking time, and everyone's gonna fucking buy it because it's a new game. I haven't bought Madden since 2018. So like I haven't bought Madden in two years, 
because it's it literally has been the same copy and pasted game. I'm just wanna, I'm just over it. I completely agree. So, and the part that I even find funnier is like you actually have these NFL players that actually like reach out to EA Sports and be like, "Hey, my ratings are like screwed up here. Can you like fix them to make me like yeah. look better in the game?" I'm like, "Come on, man." The you actually have EA Sports scouts at every single game on the sidelines sitting there watching these guys and sitting here throwing some prediction off the wall of like what the rating is going to be on Madden. I mean, you're really that upset yeah. over a like over a rating over in a video game. Yeah, it, like you're out here making millions playing football. But yeah, you know, something that millions Madden. would die to love to do. Listen, motherfuckers, I would love to be an 85 on Madden. <laughs> 85 bro I'm talking like Madden 2004 Michael Vick 99 what are you talking about I'm just saying if no one wants to bitch about oh I'm an 85 I should at least be a 90 fuck you dude I'd love to be an 85 <laughs> <laughs> so fake if you had to bring back one game one sports game like franchise anything like what would it be oh dude like legit NCAA NCAA? Okay. I, I was, that like, was actually going to... Hands gonna... down, no fucking question about it. I still play NCAA 14 to this day. That was actually going to be my pick because I absolutely love the NCAA franchise. I wish they would bring that back. But, I, like I said, I had that originally as my top pick, but then I switched. Fake. NFL Street, except with the current rosters today... I, I could feel it. I could feel it. I, that I would be amazing. I was a big fan of the first NFL Street. After that, they kind of went downhill with it. Like, I didn't, like, really, like, NFL Tour was horrible. Hated it. Yeah, I wasn't the a fan of NFL one, Tour. That was that was terrible. Yeah, the second NFL Street, I like, it was okay, but it wasn't as good as the first one. It, the first one was absolutely amazing. I, I love the NFL Street. But it, it, I'm still sticking to my guns, man. If... I could bring back a select franchise, it would be NCAA. And if they do bring back NCAA, I think what would be a cool feature too, bring back all the legends from all the NCAA games that they yes. that they completely like skipped over. But they also have to bring back Team Builder. I, I was a big Team Builder guy. I love Team Builder. That, that was awesome. That and was that's like what kind of killed Madden thing. too because Madden, you couldn't even do the fantasy draft anymore. Like you yes. could, you couldn't even create your own like roster anymore on Madden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like they have like the fantasy draft, but they, they you couldn't create your yeah, own teams but that's unless the you thing. were relocating. That's the thing though, because if you did Madden now, they have that like game mode where you you can actually like draft your own team. But the thing about that is, like, once you lose, you have to redraft all over again. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's. it's I, know, yeah. I, I know they tried. They they tried to bring back NFL Blitz a couple years ago, but it just wasn't. It just wasn't the same as it was yeah, like back it, when it was back when like the old arcade days. Like another good one. I don't know if you ever played it. Um, it was it was a two K game. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it, it was nothing but legends. It was nothing but legends of the game. Um. I'm try- it was 2K made it I can't Google 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 
With that being said, though, I mean, I, I completely, like, I would love to see them bring back NFL Street. I would, especially with, like, our current, like, the current rosters today. And, like, yes. just to see, like, and you remember, like, the tricks you could do in that game, too. Like, mm-hmm. run along the walls and stiff arm people into walls and stuff. Like, that was, that was awesome. It was all pro football. Uh, 2K made it. I don't know if you ever played it. Never played it. It, it, it was actually pretty. It, it was a pretty cool concept. So like, basically, what you did is you started a season. You created your team, like you created uniforms, your your stadium, and there you were only allowed. I think it was like two, two or three um, gold star like legends. So like that was like the Elways, the the Marinos, you know. Emmett Smith, guys like that, and then you're only allowed so many uh, silver uh, legends, and then so many bronze legends, and that's how you rounded out your team. It was actually it was a really cool game. That being said, fake, we are going to actually dive into our next topic. We are going to do our NFL mock draft 2.0 picks 11 through 21. Starting with Let's get it going. Starting with pick number 11, the New York Football Jets are on the clock. Fake, who are you having the Jets take? Um crap. Crap, 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 crap. I I it's still a fucking linebacker, but he's slipping my mind here. I got to go to my got to go to my notes. Well, if you remember well, last was- week, we took a linebacker in the first round, in the first 10 top 10 actually. We gave the Carolina Panthers Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. I have them taking A.J. Espinosa out of the University of Iowa. I think um, getting another pass rush guy in there, another another edge rusher for that three four defense that they that they do run, um, it's going to really benefit them, especially in the division that they play in with uh, the Bills getting a hell of a lot better. Um, Bill, Bills are going to be there. Uh, to contend for years to come new england whoever the fuck they have at quarterback you know they're still gonna they still got the hoodie so they're still gonna be um competitive and miami miami they just need at that point in time that's where you just start espinoza the whole entire game and let him get his, his sack count up <laughs> so <laughs> now fake last week we actually had one of our fans nicholas kind of got kind of upset for what you did to his uh <laughs> Did do his lines. But he did his lines you, dirty. You know what? If you watched the Pat McAfee <clears throat> show um, yesterday, not today, yesterday, he did his mock draft, and he has Miami trading up. I, I don't agree that um, what Miami would be trading up for, and that's them taking Tua. I still say Tua's going to fall into the second and third round just due to his injury history, but um, he had Miami trading up to take Tua, and Mr. Chase Young's still going to Detroit, so I'm not the only one thinking it. <laughs> you gave the Redskins C.D. Lamb at the second overall pick, though. I'm still – hey, he's a great receiver. He has solid hands, <clears throat> and he has the speed to match it. I'm telling you, he's going to be a difference maker. And honestly, whatever quarterback Washington has come next year, whether it's going to be Alex Smith, because there are murmurs from Alex Smith is going to be able to return this year. So – He's a proven winner. He's a game manager. 
they might roll with him. Or they might try to bring somebody in free agency. If they try to bring somebody in during free agency, they're going to have to have a sweetener. Them bringing in a top-tier young wide receiver with speed and hands, that's a great luring chip. I'm telling you. Mark my words, C.D. Lamb to Washington pick number two. I'm calling your bluff on that fake because I'm having C.D. Lamb go number 11 to the Jets. I'm giving Sammy D. a weapon. I, I don't think they're going to go quarterback because there are act, there's been murmurs going on this past week that there is going to be get a deal done with um, – fuck, who the hell is their, their free agent wide receiver? Off the, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Did, from what it sounded like out of the Jets' camp is that he's going to have a contract and he's going to be signed long-term. Just don't see them going wide receiver if they get that deal done. We shall see, fake. We shall see. On to pick number 12, the now Las Vegas Raiders on the clock. Fake, I'm going to have them take a wide receiver also. I'm going to give them Jerry Judy, wide receiver out of Alabama. This is where I, I think Bama goes secondary, and I have them taking Christian Fulton. You're going to give uh, them Christian they, they, Fulton. They they need they need quarterback help bad. Producer um, Dev is throwing his arms up fake. He ain't liking that pick. And they they need quarterback help. They need quarterback quarterback help. I like this. I like their safeties. I think they have great bookends up there up there at the top part of the uh, of their safety core. They're I think corners where they need to go. Try to try to slow down the Kansas City Chiefs and you know you got the Chargers in that division as well. They got a they got a great one two punch and a great tight end as well. And then you have Denver. If Denver gets the quarterback situation figured out, they have great they have a great tight end and they have two young dynamic wide receivers. LA needs I mean the Vegas Raiders need to figure out a way to be able to slow down those wide receiver wars. On to pick number 13, we have the Indianapolis Colts fake. Who is going to Indianapolis at pick 13? Um I have them going line. Well, no, not not line. Sorry, sorry, that's my next pick. Um, I have them going wide receiver. Try to uh, try to sh- uh, sure up that wide receiver core. Maybe another bargaining chip to really lower uh, uh, Philip Rivers up in there. So, one moment here. I'll be right with you. I'll be right with you. I'll be right with you. My notes are all over the place. I'm sorry, people. Get it together, fake. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> sorry about this, people. I haven't taken Henry Ruggs the third here. You're going to give I the Colts be, Henry Ruggs? I, I think he'll be a nice little addition in with T.Y. Hilton, um, with Eric Ebron really starting to explode. In and Paris the, Campbell. Yes. So, you know, you give him another weapon on offense, it really helps bring in Phillip Rivers that's been really tied to Frank right there. Um, you bring in another young wide receiver with plenty of speed, boom. I'm actually going to give the Colts a pass rusher here. I'm going to go Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. It's not a bad pick. Honestly, they could go both ways with that one. Um, I figure being, Colts that, really being, being in that division, man, you got to get after the quarterbacks, man. I mean, you got you got Minshew, you got Deshaun the Watson. Are, the, the Colts are built to win now. No matter what way they go with their first round pick, 
either way, it's going to help, honestly. So uh, it's just bringing in another body and another, some more talent in for them. So I, I completely agree there, Fake. On to pick number 14, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fake, I'm going to have them also take a pass rusher. I'm going to give them edge rusher, Kaylevon Chason out of LSU. And this is where I'm going to set the world on fire. I have them taking quarterback. You're going to give Tampa Bay a quarterback. The, out of the University of Oregon. You're giving them Who's Herbert? The I'm giving them Herbert. You're he giving fits, Tampa Bay Herbert? He fits what? Uh, Bruce Arians? Think of, yeah, what Bruce Arians. You think, you think him and Bruce Arians are going to fit together? I, I think they would be a beautiful mesh. Um, Arians likes those taller quarterbacks. I'm not um, gonna lie, fake. I disagree with you. I'm also gonna. I, if I had a good quarterback there, I would much rather see uh, Love. Now, I, I you, Love Love's gonna be taken in the first round, but you'll see where he's gonna go. I'm. A, I. You got a six six quarterback. A guy started all you know every single game from his freshman year. He's yeah, a but fake Mariota started all every every year at Oregon. Different offenses. Different offenses. Okay, I'm just let me know who's when was the last time an Oregon quarterback succeeded in the NFL fake? Uh, good point. <laughs> exactly. The, do we really got to do I really got to bring up a name of Joey Harrington? Well, Harrington didn't even do that much to begin with, but you know that's also because he was on a horrible Dennis uh, Dixon Lions. Dixon didn't have a bad career. He was a solid. Didn't backup. have a bad career. Fake. Do you even, are backup. you even listening to yourself right now? He was a solid backup. Solid backup. Solid backup. backup. (laughs) Maybe like third string. He was always number two for, uh, he was a number two there for the longest time for Pittsburgh. Bro, I, bro, I can't do Oregon quarterbacks in the national football league. Dude, I I can't stand them. (laughs) I'm telling you, Herbert goes, goes Tampa. He fits that mold. What Arians likes to do. He likes his, he likes his quarterbacks taller. Herbert six, six. He's built, he's built pretty husky. Um, Look what he did whenever he was in Arizona. This is the same guy that drafted, um, I can't remember his first name, but I know his last name is Logan, and now he's a tight end for the Buffalo Bills right now. And that guy's 6'7". So. <laughs> All right, Fake. On to pick numbers. <laughs> on to pick number 15, the Denver Broncos. Fake, who you had the Broncos taken? I have uh, the Broncos add another wide receiver, actually. You're going to get um, the Broncos another receiver. Yeah, um, this because is where Cortland I, Sutton ain't enough. Now, I I think they're see they let um I can't even think of his name right now. I'm Emmanuel Sanders today. Yeah, they let Emmanuel Sanders walk, and as as said, they have a great one-two punch there. Yeah, but bro, Emmanuel um, Sanders is getting old. Yeah, I know, but they're still looking to replace his production, and he's on the 49ers so think, now. So yeah, but as I said. I think they're still trying to replace his production. I think them bringing in a another receiver to play the slot and everything um, really help whatever quarterback they're going to be starting because that's still kind of up in arms who, who exactly they're going to go with, whether or not they're going to maybe draft a quarterback late or they're going to go with Drew Locke come next year. Um, this is a guy that actually had a hell of a, of a combine. I actually kind of like him. Um, his hands are a little bit iffy at times, but uh, Quez Watkins. Um, Bro, you're going to take Quez Watkins out of Southern Miss. Yes, sir. At pick 15. 
he it said he had a great combine. He actually really impressed me with his combine. Um, that's a bit he, of a reach, though, fake. That's a bit of a he, reach. He's I I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say that. It, it said he had a pretty good combine. He if he really hey, impressed me. It, hey, if he pans out, I'll I'll, I'll eat my crow on it. It, it said he ran his 40 in 4.35. His vertical jump was 36.5. His broad jump was 125. His three-cone drill was 7.28. And his 20-yard shuttle was 4.36. He really impressed me during the combine. Um, i seen him play in Southern Miss. I think he would be a great addition to the slot. I think this could really work out for Denver. All right, Fake. I'm going to have the Denver Broncos take the second ranked cornerback in this draft and that is cj henderson out of the university of florida with uh chris harris possibly being gone to my chiefs you retool that you retool the secondary you bring in cj henderson they could go both ways with it i just feel like they might try to go a little bit more offensive to try to compete there in the afc west so on to pick number 16 we have the atlanta falcons Fake, I'm going to give the Atlanta Falcons a linebacker here. I'm going to give them Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. I I can agree with that, but I think they're going to try to go offensive line here. Bro, they went offensive for... line like the past like two drafts in the I know, first round. I think they're going to try to I think they're going to continue to follow that um so you think the Falcons are going to go down the the same route as the Cowboys are doing, drafting yes. offensive linemen in the first round? Yes, exactly. I I think it's one. I think they're going to take. Um, oh, fuck, I'm all over the place today. I'm so sorry, gentlemen. I like Khalil Davis here. No, sorry, not Khalil Davis. Uh, Jake Henderson. You're gonna take Henderson? Hey, sorry, Hanson, Hanson, Jake Hanson. I'm just, I'm just fucking. Thank um, you. Are all over the place, man. I, I, I'm sitting there. I'm like, who is he taking here? <laughs> Jake, Jake Hanson. He's out of the University of Oregon. Is another Oregon guy. You're I taking know. another Oregon yeah. guy? Um, there's another guy who started all four years. Fake. Um, I thought you were better than that. <laughs> and honestly, he yet again he had a good combine, but at the same time he. He, he was. It said he's been all over the place. All right, I feel you on that. I guess. <laughs> Pick number seventeen. We have Jerry and his Cowboys. Fake. Who you got the Cowboys taking? I have him going linebacker here. Actually, why would the and Cowboys think- go linebacker when you have Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith? Because and an age Sean to, Lee, because they have to replace Sean Lee, and I think this is going to be the year that Sean Lee is officially a backup and is only going to be coming in on situations. Sean downs. Lee's already a backup to Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. Yes, but they still need a third linebacker. So and you're going to add another guy to that linebacking group. That way, Sean Lee can get pushed down on the depth chart. Yes. Come I on, fake Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray at a university. Oklahoma. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't make this <laughs> shit 
up. They're going to go third linebacker. They're going to try to keep that linebacking core young and on top of their game right there. So there, I have been taking Kenneth Murray out of the University of Oklahoma. It's going to help, especially against your Eagles, that I think are going to finally figure out the running game this year. They're going to have to be able to slow that down. They're going to have to be able to slow down Saquon Barkley. They There are backs in that division that they have to figure out how to stop. And you got the aged but can still run Adrian Peterson. Exactly. Exactly. Them going linebacker does not hurt. It brings in a third linebacker into that core, and it's going to be a young core for years to come that they're going to be, that I believe that they're going to try to keep together. It's a good point. Sean Lee can't stay healthy. Sean Lee can't stay healthy to save his fucking life. So him being a glorified backup that is only going to come in on situational downs is going to help him. Plain and simple. Maybe Sean Lee actually survives the whole entire season this year. He might, but I'm, I'm not going to put any money on that, though. <laughs> no, I, I, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> Next pick, we have pick number 18, the Miami Dolphins via Whoa, from the Pittsburgh. Who do you have them pick? Via from the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. Them trading away Fitzpatrick, I'm actually going to give them a cornerback fake. I'm going to give them Christian Fulton out of LSU. This is where I think Ashton Davis out of the University of California. He's a safety. Um, I think they're going to try to fix the safety core before they fix the corner, the corners. And if you ask me, that's always the smartest way to do it. If you do, if you can't trust your safeties, you can't. Your corners are practically left on an island. If you can fix your safety core before your uh, corners, you can have bad corners and still kind of be okay. So. Um, I have taken uh, Ashton Davis out of University of California, Golden Bears. That's a bit of a reach, too, fake. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's got the, he's got, he definitely has like first round potential, but yes, to go, I don't, maybe to me, I think that's a little bit too high for him, though. Uh, may, maybe a little bit, but this is also Miami here. I, I think this is going to be a draft of chances and guys that they like. And honestly, I think Davis fits into what they want to do on defense. He's he's not a big safety. He's not going to be. A, he's not a box safety by any means. He's not a box safety. He's more of a coverage guy. And it's that I think if you can fix your safety core before you try to fix your corners, you're better off because good safeties can cover up for bad cornerback play. All right. On to, ne- on to our next pick, pick number 19, the Las Vegas Raiders are back on the clock. This is the pick via from the Khalil Mack trade a couple years ago. Fake, I'm going to have the Las Vegas Raiders take a linebacker here. This was during the Khalil Mack trade. What better way to do it than get a linebacker here? I'm going to give the Raiders Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU. I'm staying defensive, and I'm staying in the box here with you. I'm just not going to go linebacker. I think that, that I think this is where Javon Kinlaw comes off the board uh, for the so Raiders. You're going to give Javon Kinlaw to the Raiders. I think producer Dev is shaking his head right now. <laughs> He's not pleased right now. He ain't uh, pleased, fake. They're fi- they're going to fix their front four. They're going. To, they they're still transitioning away from what they were running that because they were running a three four. They're still trying to transition into that four three. I think Kenwell's going to be a great guy for him. He's going to be able to eat up space 
and help those end edge rushers, especially that rookie that they just drafted last year, get off those double teams and everything else. So I think Kinlaw is a good pick. It's a pretty safe pick for uh, Las Vegas here. Our next pick we have is pick number 20. That belongs to the Jacksonville Jaguars via the L.A. Rams for the Jalen Ramsey trade. Fake, who you got the Jaguars taking? Uh, you go ahead and go first because my notes would disappeared for me. You want you want me to go first? Yes, All sir. right, I'm going to give the Jaguars a cornerback. I'm giving them Trayvon Diggs from Alabama. I have them going. Where the hell did it go? There we go. Um, Josh Jones here. Offensive tackle out of the University of Houston. Um, I think they still need to fix that offensive line. That offensive line is nowhere near where it needs to be, not only to run block for that top-tier running back that they have there, uh, or to keep Stash Daddy upright. Getting a left tackle in there, We'll be able to fix. Uh, it won't fix everything, but they need to figure out a way not only to get the run game going, but also be able to keep up, keep the quarterback upright. I've been going offensive line. Now, fake. You had him going offensive line in our previous episode. Yes. <laughs> you're gonna, yes, I did. You're going to have the Jaguars take two offensive tackles. Yes. Book ends, sir. Book ends. Book ends. Hey, man, look. I know you got to keep Stash Daddy upright, but, I mean, come on, man. Hey, I'm I'm telling you, you draft a good left tackle, you draft a good right tackle, that that puts those bookends there for years to come, be able to keep your franchise quarterback upright and be able to open up holes for Leonard Fournette. It's, It's safe. It's safe. And as, as oh, right it's now, safe, what, no I doubt think, about it. But I mean, you're going to take two tackles within the. When's the? It's the best time to do it. You got you have garbage tackles right now in Jacksonville, and you got Gardner Minshew trying to run for his life, and he's not that mobile. Like he's mobile, but he's not that mobile. And you and you struggled all season long getting a run game going, and you have probably one of the top, I would say maybe top eight running backs in the league. And you can't even get them going because your offensive line is that garbage. They're getting pushed off the line as soon as they say uh, hot. You just can't do that. And you cannot do that in the AFC South. You just cannot. Not with Texans, not with Tennessee, and not with Indianapolis. Because all three of them have great, uh, they have great defenses, and they have great pass rushes. So you need to figure out a way to be able to not only run the ball, but also keep your franchise quarterback upright. So the best way to do that is take two left tap, two, take two tackles, in in the uh, first round of the draft and get it done. Last but not least, fake the very last pick of this mock draft, number twenty-one, my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Fake, I'm gonna have them take a receiver. It's a no-brainer here. I'm gonna give them Justin Jefferson, wide receiver out of LSU. And I'm still sticking to my. My, my original mock draft. I still had them taking Antonio Winfield Jr. out of University of Minnesota here. I like Winfield, man, but I don't know. <laughs> at 21, though? I still like him at 21. I, uh, I think if... I, I If think we can get him in the second round, I, I can see Winfield being a second, like, early second round guy. 
That's that's what I'm saying. I think he's an early second if, round if, guy. If, and if we can we, get him in the second round, I'll take him in the second round. But as, at 21, said, I though, think, I think he's a top five second round guy. So if Philly waits, they aren't going to get him, and then they're going to be at a loss yet again. And 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 at the safety position, I think if they draft him here at 21, I Eagles, think they're still going to be a wide receiver because there's do. plenty of good wide receivers this year in this year's draft. Eagles have 10 draft picks this year, fake, so they have enough ammunition to trade. Yeah, they hell, they might trade two or three and maybe get into the first round again. That's what I was saying, because when I first saw that they they had 10 picks in this year's draft, I'm, I I've, I posted even on Facebook. I'm like, I guarantee you half them are going to get traded. Because I, I see, them, the I, I see them I see them being aggressive and moving up. They, they like, here, here's the thing. So, Washington. Now I know I know Philly's not going to trade with Washington. There's no way Washington's going to trade. With, well, well, there's Boston no way. Washington probably would. What, Washington you think? probably would, but Philly would. Philly wouldn't. Um, Washington's for, for, looking for to what, move though? that second round pick. That's been that's been the thing that's been going on. This, you know, the murmurs the around thing about the, the Redskins is they they've been dangling that second overall pick. But let's be real, they know what they're doing with that second overall pick. They're. What they're doing is because for the first time in a long time, and I think it's more Rivera than anyone else in that organization because I don't trust the anyone only, else in that organization. Fake, the only time, <laughs> the only way I can see the Redskins giving up that second overall pick, Miami has to give them the house. You got to throw the kitchen sink, the bathtub, and that's what I'm saying. I think what's going to happen here is Miami's going to throw the house at them, but. If, if it does happen, if Washington does trade that second-round pick, Miami's going to throw the house at him, but it's not going to be for a quarterback. <laughs> it's not going to be for a quarterback. It's going to be for Chase Young. Mark my fucking words. So now you're on the Chase Young to Miami train. Maybe. That, that's if the trade happens. But it, it's that Miami might just sit back and I still think Chase like, Young's going to be two, and I still think he's going to go to the Redskins. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. If Washington... If Washington, Washington is pick, playing, they're playing that perfectly. They're playing the situation perfectly. If Washington doesn't move that pick, they're still going to take CD Lamb. Why do you? That's st- where I'm at. <laughs> you and the CD Lamb train at two, bro. Why? I like him at two, <laughs> bro. The last I time like CD, I had legit- to, I had to look this up the other day when, when we were having that argument on Facebook. <laughs> the last time a wide receiver has gone either number one or within the top two was Keyshawn Johnson to the New York Jets in 1996. Exactly. Outside Keyshawn, of that, top, outside. Keyshawn was a solid player. Outside of that, though, it was like Amari Cooper to the Raiders at pick number four a couple years ago. But other than that, you don't see receivers go that high. And it would be a Washington thing to do. <laughs> I would get it's a Washington thing to do. but it, it's a Not only is it a Washington thing to do, instead, my reasoning behind it, they're gonna have to figure out a this way is to Ron move Rivera a quarterback. We're talking about though, fake. This isn't Jay Gruden. This isn't and Mike Shanahan. Still, this isn't Jim Zorn. And this is still a team ran by Dan Fucking Snyder. At the end of the day, he's the one that signs the paychecks, and he's gonna have the last call in it. Do you really still think the Redskins are gonna get Tua? Yeah, third round. Bro, you know two is not going to the third round. You know he's, he's going. You know two is going to be a top five pick. 
No. Yes, he Not is. with his injury history. I'm telling you, teams are scared about that. They are scared to death about that shit. How many, how many times have we seen a player that is a first-round talent fall because of injury history? Too many fucking times. I'm Too many to times. Tua is going to be a top-five pick. I just can't see it. Not with his injury history. I just can't. It, teams are going to be scared. Teams are going to be scared off of it. They're going to... He's gonna get drafted, no doubt about it. Like he's not gonna go on undrafted. He's not gonna be uh, undrafted. The thing about the Redskins is though, you got you still got Alex Smith, you still got Case Keenum, and you got Haskins. So that's and and they still got Colt McCoy. They still have Colt McCoy as well. Do they still have Colt McCoy? Yeah, he spent all last year injured because he had the same. (laughs) Of course he did. That's exactly. He had the same. He had the same injury that Alex Smith had. They both broke their fucking legs. I don't see it, no. I, as much as I would... Honestly, here's the thing. I don't see the Redskins going to a... I don't see it. It's that I, I see more of the Redskins going after a free agency quarterback. And you got to get Chase Young, though, because you got to figure you got to chase after Wentz. you got to chase after Dak. I still... I, anything I still can hit like Daniel Jones. Oh, the wind I, I, could hit Daniel Jones and he'd fall over. <laughs> my my thing is, I still kind of like Washington's defense. And the pieces that they have on that defense, I think Ron Rivera can get it to really work. Because let's be honest here, that Super Bowl team that he had there in Carolina, there wasn't too many superstars on that defensive side of the, of the ball. Yeah, yeah, like... So you're telling yeah, me that, 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 Car- that Carolina team that took Ron Rivera to the Super Bowl... You're telling me there wasn't that 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 much star talent on defense. We're talking not, about not that much. Luke, not that much. Yeah, you got Luke. You had Charles uh, Tillman, Thomas Davis. Thomas he, Davis he was at the end of his a young Josh career, Norman, man. <laughs> a young Josh Norman. I add you. That is now being figured out as a system guy, <laughs> and who's now in Buffalo. Exactly. He's. Norman was because a Rivera, guy. Rivera and Norman didn't see eye to eye in Carolina. I knew that. Exactly. I knew Norman wasn't going to last that long in Washington as exactly. soon as Rivera took the Redskins job. Exactly. And as I said, Rivera has this ability to be able to put guys in the right situations on defense to be able to play. I say they keep adding on to the defense. Talent. When you got players like Kerrigan, you they drafted Montez Sweat last year out of Mississippi yes. State who is a pretty decent pass rusher also. Yes. You bring in someone like Chase Young in the mix, man, the Redskins' front D-line is going to be scary. I it's a, I like their defense, and I think Ron Rivera can get the most out of them with what they have right now. Plus, and we're talking Car- about Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, two defensive-minded yes. guys. They are definitely going defense in the first round. No doubt about it. That's why I, I still I, think I, Chase Young is set, too. I, I just can't see him grabbing Chase Young there. I think they're going to go offense, and if they do bring anybody in, it's going to be in the second and like later rounds, and they're going to focus it heavy in free agency. Is that I like what Washington does have on defense, Here's, and I think Jack Del Rio and Ron Ferreira can get out the most out of what they have on defense currently. Here's another position, though. Left tackle, because Trent Williams is probably gonna, most likely probably going to be a free agent. That's still up in the air as well. Um, so that's another Washington, that's another position for the Redskins to look into. 
Washington needs a lot on offense. Is that I like what they have on defense. I think it was just poor coaching what they had and why Washington was so bad last year. But honestly, you can't put that all on the defense. The defense actually looked fairly decent all year long. That's what I'm saying. They need a lot on offense. And when I say a lot, I mean a fucking lot. <laughs> they need wide receivers. They need they need to replace fucking Adrian Peterson because he maybe only has one year left in the tank. They need to answer a quarterback. They need a fucking tight end. They need offensive line help. They need to go offense in this first round. All right, fake. I feel you. That being said, we're still going to stick in the NFL <laughs> with some free agency news. Fake, it's another week, another controversy down in Dallas. What is going on with Dak? Who would have thunk it? I th- I, I'm, I'm telling you, I think Dak wants out. I, I think Dak wants out, and he's driving that number up just to, you know, for Dallas to say, you know what, whatever, fuck you, buddy. I don't think Dak, I don't, I don't think Dak wants to be in Dallas anymore. Um, I don't think he's buying into the Mike McCarthy stuff or anything like that. I'm glad um, you, I'm glad you just said that because I was honestly about to say the same thing. I don't think Dak and Mike McCarthy are going to mix too well. I think that's going to no, be no. a marriage failure to start. I, I think. I, I think the, the Dak and McCarthy is going to be A.A. A. Ron and McCarthy all over again if he does stick around. I just here's the other see thing too. I think McCarthy didn't even use running backs that much at Green Bay. Yes. When you have someone like the size of Eddie Lacy, Cheeseburger Eddie, mm-hmm. in the backfield, you know Mike McCarthy ain't giving him the ball. You're, he's yeah. only getting the ball in like a third and short. Yeah, it, it's – that being said, if Zeke ain't getting his carries, that is good, dude. That's gonna stir that pot. I'm telling you this right now. I I just that's why I said I didn't like the hiring of Mike McCarthy in Dallas to begin with. It, it, what they are built to do, and what they have currently, that was just a bad head coaching hire on their part. Because you think that was a panic move? I think it was a panic move. I think Jerry fucking panicked like a motherfucker. Because, you know, you could tell he was panicking in the beginning, in the first place, when he was like, am I going to keep Jason Garrett? Jason Garrett's at my house. Yeah, because my I was going right to say, because remember, they kept sitting there and they were dicking around with the whole Jason Garrett situation where yeah. are they going to keep Jason Garrett or not? And it got to the point where now that Jerry finally pulled the plug on Jason Garrett in that era – now we're in a Mike McCarthy era where Mike McCarthy had a year off of football. So we don't even know what this guy was even doing outside of football for a year. Yeah, it, it's a, I just, I think it was a panic move and it was a move that should have never have happened to begin with. And At yet the I end sat, of the day. And I sat here thinking that the Joe Judge to the Giants was a panic move. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry came in with like full on, like still, he came I still in swinging in like Tarzan. The, uh, Joe Judge hiring by the Giants was a panic move, no doubt about it. Because if we also recall, the Giants wanted Matt Rule. They wanted Matt Rule to be their guy. Matt Rule didn't want to be with the Giants. Yeah, it is said by next year. If they don't let McCarthy go, you might see a lot of new faces in Dallas. 
Dallas come next year. You think McCarthy's going to be one and done in Dallas? If it said, I just feel like this whole entire I, I, marriage. Bro, I is, can't see Jerry doing that. A one. That's and done. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Jerry if, holds on to his guys too long. That's his thing. Because if you remember, he held on to Bill Parcells way past his prime. Did the same that's, thing. That's, did the same that's thing. That's what for, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Same thing for Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips was past his prime. Wade Phillips is a defensive coordinator at best, and that's why you that's, see that's Wade where Phillips doing at. doing great with the Rams defense. That that's where I'm getting at. I think right now, this marriage is heading towards you know this marriage is on the Titanic and it's getting ready to fucking sink. And the only way it's gonna stay that way because we all know Jerry's gonna stick with McCarthy. The only way Dak I can is see... gonna be gone. Dak is gonna be gone this year because he's not buying into the McCarthy way because he's not he's not gonna run the offense that Dak is gonna be able to run to uh, be able to win. He's not gonna fit what Dak can do. Zeke is gonna be gone next year because he's you not gonna Zeke's get his gonna carries. be gone. He's not gonna get his carries. So Zeke is gonna be Zeke and he's gonna get vocal about Zeke, it. Zeke's gonna demand a trade. Ever shut up? You know what I mean? So like, when the fuck does Zeke ever shut the fuck up? He so doesn't. At the end of the day, exactly. So at the end of the day, he's gonna demand a fucking trade. Zeke is probably gonna, hell. Zeke might be gone by <laughs> fucking trade deadline. Man, you got Dallas cleaning house after one year of McCarthy. And I said, I just I don't like the marriage. He's, the only way, fake. The only way I could see McCarthy getting out of town, Cowboys go four and twelve next season. I don't even see it that way. They go a four and twelve or a three and thirteen. I'm telling you right now, fake. They that's the only way I could see Mike McCarthy getting the boot after one year. And and that's where I'm getting at, man. It's Jerry hangs on to his fucking head coaches way entirely too long, and McCarthy is known as a guy to like rub elbows with the wrong people and fucking butt heads with with his players. Like, well, look what the fuck he did with Aaron Rodgers. You have a Entirely, you have a, gen- you have a generational yes. talent at quarterback, and you're you're, and you you're basically going to butt heads with them to the point it costed you your own job. Exactly. So, like, who's to say he's not going to do that with Dak? Who's to say he's not going to do that with Zeke? If Zeke's not going to get his carries, and we all know McCarthy doesn't run the fucking ball, so why the fuck he even applied to be a coach? For Dallas, and why Jerry even said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna bring in fucking Mike McCarthy, the guy that doesn't hand the fucking ball off, doesn't run the fucking ball, and we have a once in a generational talent sitting in our fucking backfield." And I even said this in previous episodes before: if Mike McCarthy's gonna be Jerry Jones's puppet, it's gonna be another. It's gonna be the same old Cowboys, man. Same old Cowboys. Yeah, they, they it, never learned. They haven't learned in 25 years. And they will never learn. Until Jerry finally decides to step down as being the head coach, the GM, the owner, all at once, and decides, you know what, the head coaching route ain't going too well for me. Well, so I just need to be that old-ass owner sitting up in the press box. Signing the fucking checks. Signing checks. Quick. Yeah. He, he shouldn't be a GM. He shouldn't be the GM. He should, he should just be the fucking owner. End, end of story. All right, Fake. So, Anything else on your mind tonight besides the coronavirus nonsense going on out there in the crazy world? Uh, 
All I have to say is, if this shit keeps up, we might be talking about soccer next week. <laughs> Don't say that. Bro, I, I can't do... Hey, currently, the Premier League is still fucking playing. That's all I'm fucking saying. <laughs> they, dude, NASCAR is still happening, except NASCAR is hey, allowing we, fans. Hey, hey, we can fuck fear, drink beer. <laughs> Grow some fucking mullets, get a fucking... Number eight shaved on one side, number three on the other side for all I fucking care. <laughs> we can do this shit. <laughs> I think there was a race on tonight. <laughs> there might be fake. I I don't really, I haven't watched NASCAR in like forever. I haven't either. It, it's I, been, I haven't either. <laughs> it's been decades. But it, it said the XFL still has, everyone just remember, you know, this might change come tomorrow or later on tonight, but currently the XFL has not suspended their season yet. Yes, they, they only moved. Oh, did that come down today? And I didn't see it. it the XFL came down, dude. They're, they're, they're suspended. They're the rest of their season suspended. Oh, I only see that they moved the game. Fuck. Nope. XFL stepped down. Now they are, they're, they're, they're done. But the XFL, I guess the players are still going to be getting paid. And that's oh, the other thing. I, that, that's the other they thing I forgot should. to. That's the other thing I forgot to say. Like during the NCAA, all the seniors, all these seniors that were in like the winter or spring tournaments, are actually now eligible for a fifth year of eligibility. Yeah, I, I which I think is a fantastic move. It's show. the right yeah. move because had the NCAA not given them their eligibility, you wouldn't hear the end of it. Exactly. You know, I. I think it's a great thing what the NCAA is doing, and it's, th- it's the right because thing. Because that's that's like the other thing, too. Like, you have these men and women who have busted their asses off to get where they are today. Like, they want to play in a cha- they want to play in that tournament. Every kid that loves basketball grows up to play in the NCAA tournament. They want to be part of March Madness. And to have that stripped away from them because of a national... Uh, Pandemic. I mean, it's it's just it's a shame. I mean, that would suck. Could you imagine being a senior and possibly playing your final game ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like the other thing too. Like, yeah, I mean, you might be a senior, but let's also be real. There's also players that could also be seniors also that know mm-hmm. they're not going to make it to the NBA. So we're talking about like players that are possibly playing their final game for good, fake. It, exactly. And it's like, I, I think what the NCAA is doing is the correct is the correct thing. And, and, end of story. What, what the NCAA is doing is, is the correct thing. Um, I know the Ivy Leaguers were fucking pissed. <laughs> I was I was uh, reading that. I that knew I knew Harvard the Ivy fake. Here, here's here's the thing. <laughs> I knew the Ivy League was going to be the first league to 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 uh, fold because. Their tournaments are usually like the very first out of like all the conference tournaments. Because you had the Ivy League, you had the Northeast Conference, um, the Patriot. I'm trying to think what other small uh, conference you have. You have like Big Sky, the MAC. Mm-hmm. Like conferences like um, that. Like it was just a matter of time until the one. The Sun Belt. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty much the Sun Belt. Yeah. But like I knew it was gonna be a matter of time until they until they decided, you know what, these conference tournaments 
No, we're we're not going to play in them. Yeah, it's. So like I but, said, when when the NCAA came down and just basically said, no March Madness this year. Heartbroken, man. That was that was yeah. that's what got me. Like that was that was the moment there. I'm like, that was the part that died inside a little bit. Yeah, I. I because the past I couple years, like I mean, yeah, we didn't have XFL last year. We had the AAF. I mean, that was okay to watch. But man, every year I sit here and like every off season, I always look forward to March Madness. Like, I don't. I mean, I, I'm a occasion. Like occasionally, I watch college basketball like during the regular season. But man, just something about March Madness gets me. Like, I just love watching the upsets and the Cinderella stories unfold. Yeah, same, same, same. Like that's that's what I look forward to every March. Is like who's who's going to take the Cinderella story this year? Uh, this is uh, that's what I look forward to. Like come March, and it's like who who's going to who's going to dance? It's a shame, man. It is an absolute shame that this is what. And it, it's even funnier. I mean, it's not funny, but like a couple weeks ago, we were like sitting here thinking, "I'm like, man, coronavirus. I think this is just another like, like another joke to like get us to like be so fearful and everything of possibly ruining society." And here we are, a couple weeks later, and it actually has. Like it is affecting yeah. countries, communities, both globally, nationally. Like, and it's canceling all these sporting events. And we're we're two days into no sports fake, and I gotta tell you, man, it's it's brutal. It, it like I'm just not used to it. I'm just not used to it, and it's gonna take a while for me to get used to. Absolutely. That so. being said, I think that's gonna wrap up episode 25. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to us. Please give us our like on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Armchair Refs Podcast. Be sure to continue giving us our support. And Fake, what's that thing we do at the end? And make sure y'all leave us our Johnny Manziel five-star rating. Y'all have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week talking about fucking something. We might be back next week. Maybe. Hey,